the sky lit up as if it were daytime, so quickly that it could be dismissed as perhaps a trick of the eye, a streetlight or car headlamp refracted through the blurry tears of a blink, and then the air seemed to thicken. There was a sudden increase in pressure that settled over the whole town, turning it into a miles-wide steam room. Then the alien atmosphere passed as quickly as it came, disappearing into a cool, crisp autumn breeze. It was 5.30am, and nobody noticed any of this. They never did. Tom woke up, and, for a moment, had no idea where he was. This was not the normal early morning confusion of the hungover man. This was something far more deep and profound. His eyes didn't recognise the bedroom that he was lying in. His fingers didn't recognise the feel of the towelling bedsheets. Panic began to flutter in his chest, even through the fog of the recently woken mind, and would have dug its claws in deep had not the simple sight of the Anchorman Blu-ray box lying on the floor sent up a signal flare from the depths of his memory. This is your room. Everything clicked. Of course it was his room. All the posters and photos were his. The pile of unwashed laundry in the corner was his. The plate with the half-eaten pizza slice gathering mould on his desk was his. The man bag, the open laptop on the floor, all his. His mum refused to clean up after him anymore. The door stays shut when you're at uni, she'd said, so I don't see it. I'm done with it. Maybe the second or third time you come back to a festering crack den will make you think about cleaning it up before you go. Miracles happen. It was a plan that was clearly starting to work. Tom took in the familiar sight around him and, for once, felt his skin crawl. He had to admit, it was a pigsty. Don't let it get into your head, man. You'll be Mr. Middle Class Suburbia 2015 before you know it. He swung his legs out of bed, rubbing his head as a throbbing began to commence his beat in his temples. He needed some water, and badly. His skin felt bone dry. As he got to his feet, he wondered what the hell they'd done last night. This felt like a hangover. That was certain. But he hadn't had a night that he couldn't remember at all since his first year at Nottingham. Plus, he didn't like to really get hammered during the holidays due to having to stagger home to his mum's place. She worried so. And with Dad no longer with them, he wanted her as happy as possible for as much of the time as possible. She deserved it. Did Terry come round? Terry came round and we... uh, No, it wasn't coming yet too early. He decided not to worry about it, as thinking only seemed to be making what was clearly the beginning of a monster headache worse. It had come to him, and he'd no doubt see Terry later to piece their stories together. If he remembers any more than you, which is highly doubtful. Terry was a bigger drinker than Tom, certainly. It was one of many facts about his best friend that was lifted straight from their encyclopedic shared knowledge of one another. After all, they'd been friends since primary school. Two six-year-olds in the same class that found out that one was called Terry and the other Tom. They were always going to make sure they were best friends. They'd even gone away to the same university. Nottingham was... Tom stopped dead in front of the mirror, horrified. He looked deathly ill. He let out a little gasp as he saw just how dehydrated he was. His skin was so dry that the lines in his face stood out further and made him look as if he'd aged ten years. There were dark circles under his eyes although he hadn't been sleeping that much recently, he had to admit, and his hair was flattened on his head from the night sweats, appearing thin. He was paler, too. He looked back at the mattress he'd just vacated, visible due to the duvet being flung back. There was the faint outline of a drying damp patch, roughly the length of his body. Jesus, how much did you drink? You sweated it out in your sleep. You're lucky your body didn't just purge and make you throw up.
while unconscious too, and you know what happens then. His eyes were slightly bloodshot as well. Water. Get some water in before your mum sees you like this. It was a plan. He headed into the hallway, listening out for the telltale signs from downstairs. He could faintly hear a radio and the sound of movement coming from the kitchen. Satisfied that the coast was clear, Tom darted into the bathroom and stuck his head under the tap, drinking greedily as the surprisingly cold water brought him further back to consciousness. Idiot. You shouldn't be getting that hammered at home. You shouldn't have listened to Terry. Because it would have been Terry who was the driving force behind whatever escapade they'd undertaken last night. It always was. It was why Tom both loved him and was constantly exasperated with the guy. Tom could never say no to his best friend. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when the two of you go out for your 21st? He shivered at the thought as he dried the spray off his face with a towel and that was when the doorbell rang.